0: My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act.
1: My name is Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife. Can we just um, take a moment to go over your ailments? Because uh, I come home last night from work and Olivia tells me that you think you have COVID.
0: I had COVID for two hours yesterday.
1: Impossible. And that she had to take your temperature no less than three times. She's like mom. He doesn't believe you. And then you have to take it again. And then he's like, are you sure you got it
0: in the right direction? I want an average.
1: There's no average. Your temperature is your temperature. I have to tell you, I'm not even kidding about this. This isn't like a joke part of it. This is driving me nutty. Because whatever I have, and we've talked about this in previous pods, you come around and overtake it all the time. There is not even a day of sympathy if I have something. Because i got to get right back in the game. You somehow... At two o'clock in the afternoon, have contracted COVID for mm-hmm. two hours.
0: While I was cooking dinner, hot flashes, shallow breathing. Oh, gosh. And then I also think, on top of that, and this is not related, this is another thing that popped yesterday. I believe that, that I mean, I self diagnosed myself with diabetes. Okay. <laughs> I felt like Wilfred Brimley yesterday. My foot, my left foot was swollen. And I had this temperature and I didn't know what was going on. And I think, you know how sometimes when you get an update on your phone and and you don't do it, sometimes it's a forced update. And I think that's what happened. I think my body said, listen, we've had enough. We're just going to force a a reboot. (laughs) And so it flushed my system. And so I got COVID for like two hours and then I got the sugars and I'm fine now. But it was just like a two hour window yesterday when I was medically fragile.
1: Oh, God. I mean, and then I said, okay. I mean, I've, I've had foot issues, as we all know, who listen to the pod. I have plantar fasciitis, mm-hmm. which is getting better. But all of a sudden, here you come Don't with I, a you, foot you, issue. But,
0: but you act like I want to have a swollen left foot in COVID-19. It's not something that I seek out. I can't help that it happens.
1: Okay, for the record though You do not have COVID No, no, I don't You I don't. never had COVID Nope And you probably don't have I know you don't have diabetes the, swel- just, the
0: swelling has gone down today.
1: You were just at the doctor
0: I think that, that I'm I'm fine now And I was probably fine yesterday But I think that my body Just had to flush everything out
1: But that's not what you said When you were laying in the bed last night You're like, I have diabetes I have diabetes They're going to have to cut my foot off That's what you told me <laughs> They're going to have to cut my Well it gonna, wasn't both
0: feet It was just my left foot That's why I was ampu- concerned to
1: amputate my left foot And that's why And you said And don't you understand That's why I've been walking wonky <laughs> I'm like Have you been walking wonky have
0: It you- happens Okay But I'm much <sighs> better Thank you now Dr. Donna
1: It's so. not even that It's just like Anybody want to check in See how I'm doing
0: Is there a Is there a Is there a, uh, is there a name for that Like someone that, that Munchausen's What does yes. that mean
1: Munchausen syndrome
0: What is that I don't know what that is <laughs>
1: It's it's actually not you because normally parents do it. It's kind of sad. Parents do it to children. They make up diseases that children have to get attention, and they take them to the doctor. All it's it's actually. I mean, we're not making. To so, like this. get
0: to the front of the line at Six Flags or something?
1: Not even not even that. Just to get attention. And sometimes, like there was a famous case where this. You remember? I think the girl's name was Ruby. I mean, it was a, there was a documentary on it where the woman, her mother, got all of these oh, and
0: convinced her that she had cancer. Yes, right? it was
1: very sad. So you have... But they
0: got to go to the front of the line at Six Flags. They got to go to okay see politicians and... and Meet people. The aquarium.
1: So that kind of is like you. But instead of like... Yours isn't housings because there's not a child involved. Yours is... It narcissism? Is that. And it's called kind of like misophony. Oh, that's a whole other thing you have. Misophony. Okay. You... It's called my my housings because it's you. It doesn't involve a child. It's you. And it's so you can get attention. That's exactly what it is. All right. You're seeking attention with these ailments.
0: Donna, I don't want to have a sore foot and shallow breathing. I didn't ask for this. What did you, is, is, what did you listen to on the way here today? I,
1: I'll tell you what I
0: listened to was you just yapping, yapping, yapping. Mm. That's my hype song, Donna. Yapping, yapping, yapping.
1: We did ride together today. I, oh, um, my gee. hype song was Lee Bryce, and this is a perfect one for you. <laughs> it's called Hard to Love, <laughs> which we have always said the song really is you. In a sweet way. It's a very sweet song. I, I'm a big Lee Bryce fan. I'll tell you, he's another one. We talk about sleeper artist. He is one of those artists where you would be like, I, I think I like Lee Bryce. But if you went to see him in concert, you're like, oh, my gosh, he has so many songs. So many songs. And he's got a, a brand new um, album out. Um And a a new song. It's called One of Them Girls. And it's a great song, too. I think I'll add both of those to the playlist because he deserves both of them. Um, But I love Hard to Love. It was from his second album. And it was actually a number one song for him. Um, It's just a great song. He's from South Carolina. He married um, his little high school. It wasn't a high school sweetheart, but they dated forever. Her name's Sarah. And um, I used to do an event with some other people in another life um, up in Nashville called... um, Music City gives back. We did a concert and I sold sponsorships for it. And Lee always played up there. And he is one of the kindest, nicest people, just so down to earth. Um, So I'm adding that. How about you? Oh, yeah.
0: But we were together. So I don't have one.
1: Okay.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Mm. Lee Bryce gets added to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Hours and hours worth of music and. uh, Do you have something you want to throw on there? I don't have anything because we wrote together. And we're we're very honest. We're very transparent about the Spotify Hype Song playlist. I don't have a Hype Song because we wrote together, which will never happen again. There'll never be another episode of this podcast, I can promise you, as we sit here right now, when there will not be a second Hype Song added. Okay, well, we'll
1: add the two, Lee Bryce, and then I'll take care of you, Okay, there you go. There you
0: go. All right. So uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, has the number one song on iTunes, Dreams. Uh, Van Halen takes up one-third of the top 100 album charts because of Eddie Van Halen's passing Mick Fleetwood because of um, the TikTok trend with the guy with, uh, we talked about this. What is his name Donna? Do you remember
1: dog face 420
0: So uh, he and Mick Fleetwood actually did like a zoom call pretty recently and hung out. Here we go. It's such a celebration of, of
1: everything I've heard you talking about it. And it's so joyous and, and fun. I just want to say, outside of Fleetwood Maca, we owe you. It's such a great story and so needed. It makes people smile. I'm so happy to be part of it. And congratulations on a wild, wild skateboard journey that has led
0: us to talking today. So it's truly I my pleasure. Thank you, Mick. Thank you <laughs> for
1: going out and making your own TikTok. Just everything that you guys did, the band retweeting it and everything, you know what I mean? It's amazing that you would just go out and take the time to do that, you know what I mean? Like I said, I feel blessed and I appreciate you. It's just awesome.
0: I that Nate Dog Face 420?
1: Dog face four twenty. I love him. I love his spirit. He's so happy, you know, just a happy guy. God, if everybody lived like
0: that. Stevie Nicks also has in the past couple of days done a TikTok video or yeah, you know, I kind wondered, of in the, in the same vein.
1: I wondered if she was gonna come out with something. There's some really funny now on TikTok. There's some takeoffs on it where people are doing funny things. They're writing different things instead of like skateboards and stuff, and it's like hilarious some of the things that are going on. So um just grab you a thing of ocean spray and go make you a video. No, it, it does lead
0: to the conversation, Donna, that people, you can become TikTok famous and not just TikTok tock. You can, in, in today's world, in today's society, you can become famous overnight.
1: I agree. I think and, that- and make
0: a pretty good amount of money. This Nathan guy, the TikTok guy, the, the, the ocean spray guy, we'll call him. Um, he's made tens of thousands of dollars in swag and from donations and a new new Nissan Titan or something
1: cash and prizes. I think the thing about it is it has to be organic. You know, it's, you can't go out and try like, okay, what am I going to do to get famous? You know, I think that's when it kind of backfires and fails because he didn't set out to be famous. He just, his car broke, his RV broke down or his car broke down and he decided he was going to skateboard to work. And you know, Put his music on That he likes to listen to So I think when it's organic It works best You know So I, I still stand by the fact Like could you Okay I was thinking about this the other day Could you get on the trampoline Because there's something you could do
0: Work a leg That's what I would do on the trampoline
1: Could we turn these ailments into something
0: For, for To become famous To go famous Yeah And make a quick buck I don't think so I don't think so But early in the pandemic If you recall We were talking about actor Leslie Jordan Who instantly became TikTok and Instagram famous and went from like 2,000 followers to 8.5 million overnight. Leslie Jordan um, was on Will and Grace, stand-up comedian, big supporter of the LBGTQ LBGTQ community and his mama lives in Chattanooga. So he's often in this area and flies in and out of Hartsfield. He he became more Famous. famous on social media platforms during the pandemic than he did when he was even an actor. In a couple of movies that he did, and he had a uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace played uh, uh, who's the the one? I can't remember. What's yes. her name, yeah. her nemesis, if you will, on the show. And then he's gone. Like nobody's heard. Is he even alive? Where is Leslie Jordan? Is he okay? Has someone someone go check on Leslie Jordan? Do a welfare check? Because he went from f- absolute overnight fame to you know you just got you got to bank it, you got to bank your fame. Or you have to learn how to make that fame, get a second wind out of that fame so that your revenue streams can continue.
1: Well, and I also think like, for example, like, okay, Dogface420, he's posted another video of him doing this weird little dance. And it's more of like a TikTok dance. And I don't- You're kind of like, eh. eh. Yeah. and so that's the thing too. It's balancing this continuum of how do you stay relevant but not, I don't know. Not overwhelm people and... Or make know. it seem icky. Yeah. Or like you're just pumping out. And I think that's what Trying happened. too hard. That's what happened with Leslie. He was trying too hard. It was, he was pumping out almost too much content. A little goes a long way. What do we used to always say? And this is great advice if you're listening for, for something. You, you never want to be the last one at the party.
0: Why? Oh. <laughs> I mean, because... It's it, great to be the last because one. Because people
1: party. get tired of you. And they're well, like, is he ever going to leave? You, you want people wanting more.
0: I had a program director one time in radio, one of my favorite coaches, I called him. I, I was very blessed in my 26-year radio career here in Atlanta to have, for the most, with the exception of two, I, what?
1: Who are pro- oh, okay. But now everybody's wondering if they're the two.
0: Well, they know who they are, oh. trust me. But uh, the late Dean Richards, Mm-mm. Dean Hallam, rather, Dean Hallam, mm-hmm. um, Brian Thomas, BT, and the great Scott Lindy. Were Three of the greatest coaches that I ever had
1: and three of the greatest program directors.
0: absolutely they were and it was Scott and Lindy who one time Paid me a compliment about something and Lindy was very very you didn't he was very involved and very supportive
1: But he didn't get out give out compliments a lot. not an awful lot
0: And so when you got one it truly meant a lot to you and we were having a conversation one time and I remember him saying to me the reason um, Say I did a break on the radio and it was funny, and it was unique, and uh, he called it out and said that sounded great. He said, the reason why you don't tell someone that sounded great all the time is because then they think, they're, then, then your mind says, you know what, I'm gonna do that all the time now because the boss man loved it. And that's right. not what you want. Right. I wasn't creating content in a radio show for Scott Lindy. I was creating content in a radio show for you, the listener, right. for 26 years. But when you get affirmation, from your direct supervisor, your direct boss, but also someone that you hold in the absolute highest regard. There is nothing that Scott Lindy, Brian Thomas, or the great Dean Hallam could have asked me to do on the radio that I would not have done. I love working with those guys because I learned from those guys. The other two, eh, not so much at all.
1: Well, the other two. But worked. take that with you, yeah.
0: you know, a little, it just goes back to a little bit, goes a long way. And that's why Scott Lindy, coach, He, he the, the attaboys and such were 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 not, um, they were didn't happen all the time But when it did happen It meant the world to you Yeah it meant the world to you
1: Yeah Well I think that's true In parenting I think it's true in anything You know if you If every time your kids Do something You're like That is fantastic You know you do that a lot When they're little It doesn't mean as much And I don't think You withhold praise Or certainly Never withhold love But I think kids too When they get older They know when you Really mean something Or when they're Because if, if you've ever Had your kids say to you You're just saying that Because you're my mom you have to say that because you're my mom or you're my dad, so it doesn't mean as much. So, yeah, but yeah, you don't need to be the last person at the party. They don't. You don't. You don't have to stay over.
0: Make go make on. the turn.
1: Go home. Make the turn.
0: I was feeding Roscoe, a four year old hound dog, a Pop Tart the other day.
1: Which that just Don, huh? it's no good.
0: And Donna says to me, <laughs> Roscoe has diabetes. He would go with the diabetes thing. There's a theme here with our family in this particular episode, I guess, of my second act. But you told me, and I know this is not, and I want you to come clean. You told me that you had a med telecall with a vet, and they told you that Roscoe had diabetes. How would the vet be able to tell through a Zoom med telecall that Roscoe has the sugars? Can dogs even get diabetes, first of all?
1: Yes, absolutely. They drink too much water, and that was what I told him. He's drinking a ton of water, and he has gained over 17 pounds.
0: But don't they have to draw blood or something? Yes, and
1: they will. Okay. But they said... That's, but
0: that's not the way you pitched it. Uh-huh. You just wanted me to feel horrible at the particular moment, because I was feeding him a frosted, crispy cream, cookies and cream Pop-Tart. And it wasn't. Let me take that back. Oh my gosh, because that's chocolate. It was not. It was a brown sugar. Doesn't <laughs> don't make it all that much better, but a brown sugar Pop-Tart.
1: Okay. I do not he, feed that He doesn't chocolate. need any of that.
0: But why would you tell me that?
1: Because they said he is on his way. Okay, but
0: you told me that he was diagnosed. There's a big difference.
1: Well, because I want you to quit feeding him so much, so... But he he's on the way. But we did do a med call because he.
0: When when did this happen? I don't even believe that. And see, you're <laughs> laughing right now. Did. You did not do a med telemed call with our hound, though. Yeah. And, and you didn't, huh? You put
1: him on the Zoom camera, and no, they look don't. at him and they size him up, <laughs> and
0: they tell you he's too big and he needs to lose yeah, weight. Yes. We Anybody could do that. You don't have to be a vet to look at Roscoe on a Zoom call and tell that he needs to lose weight. <laughs> but you didn't do that. What's that run?
1: Um, it's a it's considered an office visit.
0: Is it right? But those those aren't free, at little River either. Yeah. What are you going to do about Thanksgiving? Are you going to take the temperatures of your family members as they bring their casserole through your front door on Thanksgiving? (laughs) One in five people say that they are.
1: Are going to take their temperatures. They're going to take Nana's temperature. Line you
0: up and and scan you with a thermal thermometer.
1: Well, here we go again. That means you have to know how to use your thermal thermometer. And then like you, what happens? Like, say, say your grandmother got dropped off or what if she drove down from like Idaho or something? What are you going to do? Turn her away at the door? Get on the Greyhound, Granny. You know,
0: Dr. Fauci, who is the biggest infectious disease, knowledgeable person and head of the task force, I guess, behind Pence, says that he's not going to have Thanksgiving. At all. With his family. He and his wife are going to do Thanksgiving dinner by themselves, but he's not going to go visit with his daughters, which he's done most years past because he's 70, I think 78 years old. And he says that, that he's old. And for I that think reason, this
1: is ridiculous.
0: I do as well. To me, it's no different than you going to Longhorn tonight well, with your family. What's what's the difference in having your family over as opposed to going out with them? I think that the only exception is those that are elderly. I think that you would have to yes. be careful with that. you do have to be very, very careful yes. with that susceptible age group. And chances are at a family gathering, a family meal for Thanksgiving, you're going to have the older set over, like grandparents and aunts and, and great aunts and things like that, people like that.
1: I think the people, though, who would take your temperature and who would adhere to this probably have not gone to Longhorn, so... It's the same group of people. They're not coming out of their houses. They're, you know.
0: Who would you trust in our family to run the thermometer at the front door?
1: Annette. She's an attorney. Come
0: Your sister. On. she have you sign like liability She'd waiver have a
1: liability like waiver. She'd clock everyone in and out.
0: All right. Have we decided what we're going to do for Thanksgiving?
1: Well, we're not taking people's temperatures, that's for sure. Okay. Here's my thing about Thanksgiving. I, I It is an entire holiday built around food. I mean, I know that's not the entire gist of it but Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving and I I love Thanksgiving food but for some reason in our family we have always been tasked because for whatever reason we always had the biggest house where people could gather which is fine and I love having everyone over but we have always been tasked with the Thanksgiving and the Christmas meal and it's a lot it is a lot I will never forget there was one Thanksgiving where we had we had my, all of my relatives in from New Orleans. I think we had 17 people. I mean, I had to, like, go and get extra, like, forks and knives and silverware and China. And I love having everyone over, but it is a lot of work. If you are the house that's the cooker, is a lot. You got to get, because your ice machine never can make enough ice for that day. So then you got to get extra cool over the ice and the drinks and the cups. And, and the,
0: the divots? trivets, trivets.
1: That you put the hot food on yep. Never
0: enough trivets or gravy bowls well, and, you,
1: and and so you make this meal And then everyone's like You know Convening and talking Which is what they're supposed to be But the person who Is in charge of the meal Starts to get really cantankerous And that's usually me Because it's like Okay it's time to eat Okay everybody sit down Okay let's do the blessing Because your beans are getting cold Your macaroni and cheese is too hot This is It's just It's madness And then you have that one person Who will remain unnamed Who Everybody's supposed to bring a dish, and that means cooked, fully cooked, okay? When you come through the door. Ready to go. Ready to roll. I mean, you may have to heat it in the oven, but that does not mean you bring your entire dish and cook it in my kitchen. Because, see, I've got every burner going.
0: Every eye is hot.
1: Every eye is hot. I've got two levels of ovens going. I'm bringing in benches for chairs. I mean, there's a lot going on. And you're going to walk in the door and say, I didn't have time to cook my meal. So you're okay if I cook it here, right? Yeah, sure.
0: One in five say they're going to pop you with a temperature check before Thanksgiving meal. I was talking to my mother the other day about taking temperatures. Just sitting on the run of show. Sorry. We had a pretty recent and We're kind of in it right now with my mother um, and COVID. She was with... Uh, five nights ago with someone who has now passed I not I don't mean with, they were just together in the same room. Well, they were eating dinner. Right. right. And, and so uh, the person that she was with has now tested positive for COVID-19. So this person called me to say, and, and then sister Glenda, I call her sister Glenda. She's been one of my mother's closest friends. My mother lives in Hickory, North Carolina, which is about an hour outside of Charlotte. And Glenda has just been a blessing to our family in that she always is checking in with mom and, um,
1: Takes her out to eat, makes sure out of the she's house. OK
0: and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So we're blessed, truly blessed to have Sister Glenda in our lives. And Glenda's now in the hospital. Uh, hers has gotten so bad, but but we suspect it's going to be full recovery there. But it's been a bit I've been on. I've not been really mentally OK this week because there's just a lot going on right now. And then to have your mother possibly being exposed to COVID-19 on top of that. Um, so I was talking to mom the day that Glenda called me and I called mom and I said, Mom, Mama. Listen, Glenda says that, that she's tested positive for COVID-19. How do you feel? I feel fine. I said, all right. Do you have a thermometer? I think I do. Hold on. I'll check. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I can hear her rummaging. It's like just if you don't order one or we'll order you one here in Atlanta for Amazon, have it shipped to the house, you'll have it tomorrow. But we need to find out how you do you feel warm. I don't feel warm at all right now. So she doesn't have a thermometer. So, but I thought to myself, Donna, even if we send a thermometer to oh, my mom. Not gonna work. it's not going to work. I mean. It,
1: we can barely get ours to work.
0: We can But she'd have to. It's just my mom could not. She has a radar detector. God bless her in her car. But she, she just is. She could not take her own temperature. It's not going to happen. Especially the way that. Because I asked her, I said, what kind of thermometer do you want? Well, I guess the one you put under your tongue. Mother, they don't make those anymore.
1: Like with the mercury. Mercury? They
0: don't make those yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean. You're, you're Just mom would not be able to take her on temperature with the thermometer that they sell today, these electronic ones. It's not going to happen.
1: Well, I think it's hard for any elderly person. I mean, it, it, listen, it's hard. Charlotte has said at her school, at her private school, they take the temperatures of the kids two times a day. And if you scan hot or low, you have to go down to the nurse's office. And so now the nurse is getting mad because there's this line of kids because the people working the thermometers don't know how to work, them. don't know how to work them. I mean, imagine that's the thing is all of the false positives that go on with
0: with the testing, but also the yes, temperatures
1: with temperatures and stuff.
0: So yeah. my mother did go get a test yeah. at an urgent care. We're waiting on the results to come back.
1: But she seems to feel fine. She seems
0: to feel fine. But still, she is medically fragile.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Very much so. And so we're just a little bit concerned there. But yes. Um, can I go to the grocery store? Mom, no, you can't go to the grocery store.
1: Yeah, you have to find no. out first. We'll
0: send you an Instacart, like we have them from Atlanta. How do you? How are they gonna find my house?
1: Here we go again. Yeah. Whew. Yeah.
0: So this week's kind of been a little rocky. Not rocky, but just. Uh, well, it's like tough. Going on.
1: You know, it's hard to deal with um, your parents from afar. Listen, it's. And we've talked about this before. Right now, it's really challenging, even taking care of my mom and Al, because I have still not been in the facility since March, and the questions that go on. Again, with them on the you know, speaker phone and, OK, do you guys need anything? Do you have waters? Well, I don't know. OK, well, can someone go over to the refrigerator? You know, it's just the steps that you have to take. And of course, we all love our parents, but it can be very frustrating. You know, I'm sure they get frustrated with us because, you know, the other day, I think two weeks ago, and this is like high brave season right now, the Atlanta Braves. You Doing know? great. My, my mom and Al and most elderly people, well, most of the entire city, but I mean, certainly elderly people love the Braves. They love baseball and somehow their TV got off the Braves channel and talking them through that. It was like, I was at NASA and we were trying to like land a lunar landing or something, you know, I'm like, okay, push this button. But then, you know, they're pushing all the wrong buttons. And at one point, (laughs) guess what came out? And I was like, oh no. No. Al's like, uh oh, I pushed the input button. I'm like, no. He's like, it's just saying signal not found. Mm-hmm. I'm that's like, that's oh. that's the call of death. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. I said, well, you know, since we pay a lot of money, can you call up to the front desk and send
0: the maintenance guy down?
1: Maybe get someone down there it. in the room. Get,
0: get the braids on for you. Yeah. My mom says to me about the COVID thing, she's uh, the mom, I'm going to call you every day, at least twice a day, check on you. Well, let me see if I have anything going on. I want to make sure I'm here, Mama. <laughs> you, even outside of a pandemic and and outside of the possibility that you have just that you're positive with COVID 19, you you're not going, going anywhere on. anyway. Oh boy, we got three, we're, we're raising three kids down here in Atlanta, Georgia. We got ten heartbeats in our home with five animals and five human beings,
1: six jobs.
0: <laughs> but she's yeah. got a radar detector. Well, hang on. Let me check my calendar and make sure I'm going to be here. Okay, well, Mama, you can't go anywhere until you get your test results back because you're quarantined. You need to put a note on your door. Matter of fact, that says, "I'm quarantined. I'm, leave me alone. Leave me alone." <laughs> let me check my calendar. What could be? What could be in that calendar? <laughs> Next time I'm there in Hickory, North Carolina, I'm going to say, "Mama, let me see that calendar." Well, she's I'm,
1: always been a big calendar person. I'm
0: just, but, but it's all—it's always things that other people are doing. Yeah. I mean, she's basically homebound. You yeah. Know? I mean, she maybe goes out every now and then to get her nails done or something, but that's in the calendar. My God. Delivery day for dinner fair was at our home this week.
1: Oh, so exciting. Let me tell you, we had Malibu chicken last night. It was so good.
0: And you weren't even there for dinner. No. You had an event that you were at, but I made you a plate.
1: It was so good.
0: It's uh, It was three steps. Listen, uh, you you bake the chicken, and then you slap a piece of ham on it, and then you slap it. Which a,
1: comes with the dinner Of course affair. it does. And yep.
0: then uh, you slap a piece of sweet uh, Swiss cheese on it, and then you put it back in the oven, and then the sauces, the chotes are sauce people. And yes. you've heard us say that before. We love all sorts of sauces. Yes. And Dinner Affair has the best sauces that comes, uh, that come with many of their their dinners. that They prepare 15 new dinners every single month at Dinner Affair. And the October menu includes the Malibu chicken. It also includes a, a crab and potato corn chowder, which we're having tonight. Some of them you do in the oven. Some you can do on the oven or grill. Some are in the stovetop. Some uh, you just pop in the oven and, uh, and, and, and cook them. And you're done. Two to three easy steps to get a delicious, nutritious, healthy dinner on the table for your family. A very generous offer right now from Dinner Affair for you to, uh, say, $30 off your first order, regardless of the size, when you enter the promo code CADDY at checkout, C-A-D-D-Y. So if you go with uh, six chef-crafted dinners for $129, you are under $100 for six chef-created dinners. Price per serving is $7.16. You're not going to get a healthy, delicious meal like that anywhere else. They also offer sides that are affordable and healthy. You can have the chefs at dinner fair pair the sides for you as a complete package, or you can buy them a la carte. Get it done, 100% guaranteed, free contactless delivery in Atlanta. They uh, come to the porch. Monday, they came to the porch, down to the front porch, and they set them in these freezer bags that have dry ice in them.
1: They're like delivery ninjas.
0: Move them in. I love it. It's like unpacking presents at Christmas once a month delivery day. They also ship nationwide. No contract, money back guarantee. Dinner affair, dinner A-F-A-R-E dot com.
1: So we were talking with a friend the other day who's a pod peep, and she has gone up to Gallery Furniture because they bought a lake house up on Lake Lanier and they need furniture for every room. And that's a perfect, you know, gallery's perfect for your main home, gallery is perfect for a beach house, for a lake house. And when you have to get a lot of furniture quickly. You cannot wait three, four months for it to be delivered. And you certainly do not want to pay really expensive prices because you have a lot of rooms to to get furniture for. So um, this pod people went up there. She spoke with Donna. They've got everything um, coming in. They're actually going to deliver it to her lake house, even though it's 20 minutes from the store. But that was the one thing this person was concerned about. They went in and they were like, we don't have a truck. Can we get this furniture? And they're like, we've got it taken care of. they got a fleet of trucks out there. Don't worry about it. So she is getting her entire house basically furnished for what she would probably spent on one room, you know, and at, like an, a big at another retailer. place. Yes. So very excited about that. They have those beautiful um, rocking chairs, again, out front. It's great rocking chair weather right now. If you sit out on the porch with like a nice cup of coffee on one of these brisk mornings. And the great thing is you're not going to be looking down at your rocking chair and going, why is this paint peeling off? Like next season. Yes. They're going to last forever. So make sure um, it is worth the drive. We say it all the time. And you can buy local, support local, and um, the legacy of gallery furniture. And the company that Donna's dad, the Wolfman, built, lives on with Donna and her daughter, Marilyn. So go by and see them and um, make sure you tell them that you listen to the pod and you heard your friends of ours because of your friends of ours, your friends of Donna's. I guarantee
0: Donna's it. never met someone that's not her friend. Never. Tons of betting options are from two ninety nine. They also offer financing gallery furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge road, Gainesville. Ask for the wolf man for the first time in reality TV series history. There is a contestant of a reality TV show who has been smacked with a um, lawsuit for not respecting an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement in their contract. And an arbitrator um, ruled back in May that Luke P., who was considered the villain during Hannah Brown season of The Bachelorette, violated his NDA. And the arbitrator said, you owe the production company, not the network, but the production company for the Bachelorette and Bachelor franchise, $100,000 plus the arbitrator awarded $20,000 in attorney fees. You're seeing this story right now maybe because a judge just signed off on it. So now it's a done deal. Uh, Luke P., I'm not – you know, listen, the, the show came back this, this week. We're going to talk about that for just a second, about how crazy it is in a pandemic world trying to record a reality show. Because first of all, it wasn't reality before pandemic, but it's certainly not reality now during a pandemic. And the show was really uh, shot for the most part back in June – in July, I believe, which was in the... It was, yeah, in the I mean, heart it was, of it. it. really was, was some, some rough, tough stuff there going out. Luke P., do you remember him? I don't
1: I, I don't remember him, but I don't understand. So what did he do? Was he giving secrets or was he talking... What, what was the gist of it? Like, was he... Did he spill secrets about production and what goes on?
0: Here is from... Uh, I'll, I'll read here just a couple of lines from the actual court records, which become public as all court cases and court records do. So... The production company, which is a franchise for Warner Brothers, was awarded $100,000 in damages back in May. The arbitrator found the contract banned Parker from making unauthorized use Uses or disclosures of any information or events he witnessed or learned as a contestant for making or for making any negative or disparaging remarks about the series and its principals, employees, or aff, uh, affiliates. So basically, you sign an agreement before you go on any reality show, whether it's Survivor or Big Brother or, or Paul's Drag Race or The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. You sign a contract saying you're not going to talk negatively about the show even afterwards.
1: Yeah, and don't you think that some of these contestants, when they sign up, they're just so excited. They're thinking, oh, this is my shot at fame. They just sign away on the contract, don't have anyone look it over, and and they never think that anyone's going to hold them to it.
0: It was determined that he did disclose facts and or made negative remarks about the show and its producers. The arbitrator enjoined Parker, who lives in Georgia, did not know that, for making any further negative statements about the series. And this judge uh, or a judge here in Georgia just approved the damages on September the 30th.
1: Very interesting
0: reality tv stars do not make a lot financially no if you are a contestant if you're one of, if you're not the person handing out the rose whether it's the the bachelor man or the bachelor. woman whichever yeah. whichever one it is you're not making anything and before you agree to go and spend all of this time away from your job you may have to remortgage your home yeah. you got to go buy clothes yeah you don't get paid anything if you're not the person actually handing out the rose, there is a huge. From what I've read and I've done some research about this, from what I understand, or from what I've seen, there is a huge um, gap in the amount that a bachelorette receives
1: mm.
0: financially and the amount that a bachelor receives.
1: Imagine that. Um,
0: who was the pilot? Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. Okay, one hundred thousand dollars. They say he banked about six figures. The bachelorettes, the females, get about a quarter of a million dollars.
1: Okay, well, that's ridiculous. Right. They need to take that up. With that Mike Fleiss, who runs it. He's, and he,
0: he's the one that, that, again, he's in charge of the production Who's been accused
1: company. of some... Well, he's the
0: one that's getting the
1: $100,000. Yeah, well, he's, he probably needs it for his legal bills, because he's been accused of some unsavory things. What has he been accused of? Just some stuff. But that's crazy. They should each be paid equally. You know, that's not right. I will say, this season, so Claire Colley came back. She was on a previous... Bachelor um, episode a long time ago a season so she came back to be She is the oldest bachelorette that's ever been on the series and it started if you're listening on um, upload date it started this week the new bachelorette I don't know I mean I'm kind of interested in this one because it appears from and, and of course no secrets have leaked out for this reason but it appears that she falls in love with someone the rumors are she falls in love with someone very early on and basically shuts shuts down production because she has found the one, and I think they have to bring in another bachelorette.
0: I've I've read it after two episodes. Yeah, and the first episode was was his week.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm kind of interested in that, and you know, Chris Harrison, he always does this thing. This is it's either the most dramatic rose ceremony ever, and this one he the the um, teaser for you know for the season, you can hear him saying, um, "This has never happened." in Bachelor or Bachelorette history that we've had to do this. You've blown up the Bachelorette, so I don't know what happened. But listen, the whole point of the show is you go on to find love. If she genuinely found love in the second episode and doesn't want to be around the rest of these guys because she doesn't want to string them along or, you know, break their hearts or whatever, more power to her. I think that's what's so funny is if you go back to the premise of the show, you're supposed to be finding this person that you – want to spend the rest of your life with which what i think maybe four have lasted out of all the seasons but then when she finds someone now she's kind of taking heat because she found the love of her and who are we to
0: say whether or not you find love in two episodes or not
1: who are we to say if you find love after 32 years or whatever i mean you know it's like i don't know we've always said we've always joked when the bachelor first came out it's like strap about 10 kids onto those two people get them out of paris get them out of europe
0: Take away the private jets. Get them out of the Maldives. Five-star dining.
1: Send them to Costco.
0: On a Saturday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in soccer garb. Yeah, and have one of them realize. After an all-day tournament.
1: Have you have one of them realize after you get all the stuff in your cart and roll it up to the front that nobody has their wallet or their purse. And you have to leave the store and start over again on another day. That's reality. And the kids are screaming. Right there. That's reality. We should start. That should be a different reality show.
0: Like a real reality it show? It should be
1: called Reality. And you bring people in who are genuinely trying to find love but you it's almost like um what was that show that with they where they used to have like the things that would hit people and you'd have to try to get over all the obstacle course and stuff wipe out yeah wipe out so it'd be like a it'd be like a reality wipeout and you just put them through these challenges you have to go to a curriculum night you have to take your child for shots you have to have a birds and bees talk you have to realize that your liquor bottle has water in it instead of liquor when you got to pour your vodka because somebody's been drinking your vodka and it's not you or your husband. Let's see. You have to pay a car insurance bill for a 16-year-old.
0: Rent a band instrument.
1: Rent a band instrument.
0: Pay soccer tournament fees.
1: Yep. Join a travel team for a sport and travel with those parents for a season.
0: And whoever wins is... You're solid. You are unquestionably the world champion. Yes. The world champion. You are ready to go. Let's get on that. I like yeah, that
1: a lot. Yeah, I like that I like too. That
0: a lot. You know, the one thing... I love uh, Leslie Jones. Yes. Who was an SNL cast member. She, the supermarket sweep the ran back i think yes. this weekend the sunday night on abc does it seem to you that they've been prom- like i'm not as excited about it now because it's like four days out for like eight months i've been excited about it did they start promoting this show a long time like ago. a year ago Yes, because i remember getting really really excited because i remember that child that show was a child watching and oh, i sure. love leslie jones i'm like oh my gosh like beckon February I'm like oh my gosh I can't wait until October the 19th <laughs> I to watch this show and now it's here and I'm like yeah
1: I think it's one of those shows like the Tiffany Haddish show like Tiffany Haddish is so funny I remember she interviewed the kids she took over kids say the darndest things or whatever from Bill Cosby it's funny the first time but like how much material is there like is there enough in the supermarket to keep you coming back every week and plus I'm in a like I'm in a supermarket I don't want to watch a game show about a supermarket I hate
0: going to the supermarket.
1: I don't know. I said to you the other day when it came on, I'm like, you gonna watch
0: that? I, I again I I'm I'm going to because I love Leslie Jones, but I'm not as excited about it as I have been for like what seems the past three years since ABC started running promos for it. Eighty percent Americans said that they prefer all natural treatments. Uh that's four out of five uh friends in your carpool or, or coworkers or four out of five uh, family members or folks on your tennis team that say if they find effective and comparable uh treatment, they will prefer all natural treatments. And that's what one of the many benefits of using CBD products uh, is it is an all natural treatment. Scientific research and consumer reports that have been published in recent years suggest that CBD supplements help in so many different ways. Anxiety and stress relief, uh, better focus, inflammation and pain relief, relief of post-workout pain and soreness, sleep and insomnia. The list goes on and on and on. Tinctures, which we have talked about quite a bit. C B D oil or drops. They are are taking you put a couple drops under your tongue from the dropper that's included with the bottle. And they range in different types of, of potency. And I've had a lot of people ask, where do I start, Donna, with C B D products? Where do I start as far as dosage? And that's a question that you can ask and get the right answer from Christian Richard Roth, who are owners of the Hemp Pharmacy in front of the Home Depot on Wimber Parkway in Alpharetta, who, bo- who both have science backgrounds and, and did their research and, and both have benefited from the many uses and, and benefits of CBD products.
1: Well, and the place that you start is you step into the store or you call them on the phone. If you're not in Atlanta and you're listening, we have tons of pod peeps all across the country, and they do ship. Just call them on the phone. We'll give you Christie's personal phone number. Um, it doesn't matter if you don't live here. It doesn't matter if you live over in Gwinnett, and you're like, well, that's over in you know Alpharetta. It doesn't matter. Just call them on the phone. They'll ship. You'll bring you'll bring people their packages. If I they will order. deliver, you're like a little delivery. Got service. nothing going on. You're a CBD do- Uber. During sed- the day. Uber. But you know that's where you start. You start with them, and they'll help you with the dosages and what you need to get get going and get started. So there's nothing to be afraid of. It's it's um, you're going to get relief immediately.
0: Can I give CBD to my kids? Is a question that we also get sometimes. And you should never give CBD to children or adolescents or toddlers without the advice of a doctor. But I know from spending time and talking with Christian Richard that often there are doctors that will say, you know what, before we give. Uh, prescription meds to your kid. Let's at least experiment and try with CBD products. CBD products available uh, at the Hemp Pharmacy. The Hemp Pharmacy Alpha Red is a Facebook page. I like the Facebook page between now and Saturday, uh, Halloween. And you can uh, score a huge gift basket. Halloween-themed uh, Halloween gift basket with all sorts of CBD products and other fun stuff, too. Are you ready for your appy segment? I am so ready. We're running low on time, which means we fill with Donna's appy segment. Right. I think
1: the people that listen do not appreciate because I've had so many people reach out about all the apps that I've given and said that they are amazing and wonderful. And so I think that you're on the wrong side of the street.
0: Hit it, Carl. Because I'm alone, if you feel like a, room a roof because
1: I'm alone, if you feel like happiness is the truth. Okay, so the app this week is called 99 Steps. And um you know how you, some people are like, okay, I want to run, but I don't really want to run because I haven't started running. Start by walking. And there's all kinds of difference. There's fitness trackers, there's my pal, there's all these different things. But the thing that I love about 99 steps is you set your own goal. And it can be, sometimes it can be overwhelming with, um, with walking. Like I'm going to walk Five miles. Mm. I'm gonna do, you know, this or that. I'm gonna do, you know, you hear people saying all the time, I'm gonna do ten thousand steps. If you haven't walked, you're like, that's a lot of steps. So you could make yours. Literally, I'm gonna take two hundred steps today. That's my goal. So you set your own goal. But what I love about ninety nine steps is it builds around a community. So you're kind of part of something. But when you reach certain goals, you can get a bracelet. And they're these really pretty thin like silver bracelets and they have great quotes on them. You know, like keep walking, keep moving, just move forward. Like different, you know, different things like that. And so it's a real, what are you, what are you nothing, doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing.
0: Go ahead.
1: Anyway, so you can get these bracelets and while you're walking, you're getting exercise too. So the app is called 99 Steps. Check it out. It's really good. What, what is your thing about 99 Steps? No, I, I, nothing. I think you don't fantastic. want
0: a bracelet? I No, I don't wear bracelets. More okay. jewelry.
1: Yeah. It's really geared more toward women, but men are welcome to join the 99 Steps community as well.
0: We'll include Donna's app. We'll sing us out.
1: Oh, we just got
0: Appy. We'll include Donna's app. the week in the letter. Uh, it's going to hit every Saturday morning at nine ten. Absolutely free. We don't share your information. And a quick recap about the things that you're going to see in the Saturday's edition of the letter. You're going to see the, uh, the beaver eating white cabbage. It's worth it.
1: <laughs> his little hands. Wait do you see his hands.
0: The TV anchor in Kansas who reported on the Home Depot bomb scare. When the gentleman walked in and said that he was getting ready to blow it up gonna blow
1: this in the bathroom. Up. You get the 99 Steps app. You get a picture of Mac
0: Powell, Mac Powell from
1: uh, Third Day with us in the family.
0: Very easy to subscribe. Text left on red. Red Red is in the color. No spaces. Left on red to the number 22828. And that's uh, another way for us to connect uh, with the letter. Saturday mornings at 910. Uh, here in Atlanta... We are cheering the Braves. A little sad for the Falcons, who are starting 0-5 for the first time since 97. This week, Dan Quinn, who is uh, the coach of the Falcons, and also general manager Thomas Dimitrov, were both let go by Arthur Blank, who is the owner of the Falcons. Um, good people. Both good people. Yeah, but he, was, just- he was
1: very kind, too, in letting them go and saying that, you know, it wasn't an easy decision, that their families are friends of his, and that, you know, they've it, it, he, didn't, he didn't slam the door harshly on them. You know, he just said, we put all of our efforts behind it. I supported them up until, you know, I continue to support them. But our numbers are based on winning and losing. And we're not winning. So we had to make a change.
0: Every city needs an author blank. And we are so blessed here in the city of Atlanta to have author blank. And he has made a $200 million donation to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. The largest single donation that Children's has ever received. And Arthur has always said that as a billionaire, his mission is to give away his health. Arthur Blank has always said that 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 I want to help others with this empire that I have built. And so it's my understanding, Donna, that the hospital is going to be named for him.
1: I think so. Yeah. I
0: mean, $200 million, you'd think, yes.
1: No, at least. He's amazing. You know what we're going to do? I also have a picture of Arthur Blank, myself and Arthur Blank. We're going to include that in the letter, too. Wonderful. Yes. He is the sweetest man. I met him at an event that we did for Atlanta Magazine. It was a, called a Groundbreakers event. And um, when, he, when you introduce yourself to him, he uses your name again, which I always love. He was like, it's so nice to meet you, Donna. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, this is Arthur Blank. He's bigger than Garth Brooks to me. I respect someone who makes a commitment to their city. And Atlanta as a city would not be the same. It would not be the city it is without Arthur Blank. And what I love about him and visionary people like him is he has taken the torch from the Ted Turners and the Goizetas and the Woodruffs who built Atlanta. If you live in Atlanta, you know about the Woodruff arts center, you know Coca-Cola. about Coca-Cola, the Goizetas you know about Emory, you know about Turner and everything they're doing, but there has to be another legacy of leaders who pick that up and continue going with it or a city starts to, to demise some. So yes, every city needs an Arthur blank. And I love the fact that he, Believes in this city. You know, he took a franchise team like the Falcons, who have always sort of been, you know, they've had their ups and downs. But he believes in them. And I don't. I dare say, even Thomas Dimitrioff or Dan Quinn are walking away saying, "I didn't have all the tools I needed. I didn't have the support I need." You know, people just don't say that about him. You know that he he has supported them to the end. Um. So I appreciate that about him. And and what a legacy. You know, and he said he did it for his grandchildren you know, that he believes in the city and that the city should continue to have a world class facility to treat children.
0: What's on your mind? What's going on? Let's uh, continue the conversation outside of the podcast. We have a dedicated phone number that comes straight to my phone, straight to my smartphone. We forgot to talk about the iPhone 12, which we're not going to do in this episode. We had that blocked, but uh, Apple had a huge event and the iPhone 12 is coming out that that, uh, it's going to be 5G ready, but 5G is not ready, which kind of creates some problems, I believe. But come straight to my Apple smartphone when you text or leave a voicemail, 770-464-6024. 770-464-6024. Let me check, Don. Hang on. You got a second. Mm -hmm. What do we got to do? Have lunch. That's it uh bam pulling up the app and got something hmm. hang on i want to say hello to cooper uh cooper is the son of Potpeep hannah waits who we've heard for i uh, heard uh, big just big support of the podcast and interest radio even before we started the podcast back in january and cooper had some surgery done uh he got a pacemaker for his brain put in and oh. so we've been praying as a family for um, Cooper and, and his family They live up in Beaufort, Georgia And he had some surgery And it went very well
1: Oh, that makes and me so, so happy
0: uh, Hannah, his mother And I've been going back and forth On the show text line She's been giving me updates So, uh, I, I most recently Got one from her this morning That is, uh, hey, Caddy Just letting you know Cooper had a great weekend Started off with a great day At school today So even back at school Oh. And I said, that's awesome Please give my little buddy a hug And that's Hannah Getting back to me uh, Mama Hannah saying I sure will so, Go, Cooper, go yeah, Absolutely 770-464-6024 A small ask of you If you don't mind, we would certainly appreciate this. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Look ahead. There is a brand new episode of Hustle with Donna and Bill Rawlings. It's going to hit on this Monday. Uh, Rate and leave five-star reviews to the pod and show our sponsors some love. There would be no Cadillac Jack My Second Act without the help of Gallery Furniture uh, and support, help and support, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Hemp Pharmacy. Windward Parkway in front of the Home Depot and DinnerAffair.com, DinnerAfare.com. Guests of Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast stay at the all-new Even Hotel. At Avalon, steps from world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment. Why are you
1: laughing? <laughs> is that who's staying there? Huh? Carl and I, are, we just can't figure this out. Who is staying there? I mean, it's a great hotel. We love the Even Hotel, but who's staying there?
0: Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of this Saturday's The Letter. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.